This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you after our last two-mile race at the Auto Club Speedway. This past weekend's Paula Casino 400 race weekend, the final race on the two-mile configuration, a configuration that means a lot to different people, a configuration that's come a long way, and one that, in talking with race fans this week, is going to be sorely missed. I remember when the California Speedway came online back in 1997. Wow, when we pulled onto the property, it's like, holy cow, this is what $125 million will get you. And it was state-of-the-art. As you know, Roger Penske, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it right. That's their motto, and he did California Speedway right. It obviously became Auto Club Speedway, and it's created a lot of memorable moments over the years. It all depends on, you know, which, which lens you're looking at things through. If you're a Kevin Harvick fan, you remember that unbelievable win he had over Jimmy Johnson, what, 12 years or so ago? If you're a Jeff Gordon fan, he won the first one. If you're a Kyle Busch fan, you've had many memories made there, including one Sunday when he won the final cup race there. If you're a John Hunter Nemechek fan, he won the last race ever on the two-mile configuration of Auto Club Speedway. I hate to see that one go. Man, with the trucks race there, they put on some hellacious racing. I mean, that was 
that was our first taste back in the 90s, 2000s, to where we watched the trucks snake their way down the backstretch. We got our first dose of, of, of drafting. You have 25 trucks lined up, and they're just snaking down the backstretch. They always put on great racing out there. We thank Auto Club Speedway for those two-mile two memories and uh, can't wait to see what's next. We hear there's a short track coming. There's a lot going on out there in Southern California. Regardless of what happens, you can count on Motor Racing Network to keep you up to date as far as what's next. We know that there is no planned racing in 24, maybe 25 out there, hoping that we're back on the schedule in 25 there in Fontana, definitely in 2026. As far as what's going to take its place next year, we don't know yet. We're unsure about what the next step will be. We know that we're probably going to be at the Clash at the Coliseum again to kick off the season like we have been the last couple of years. But as far as points-paying races, we'll have to wait and see what's next for the Inland Empire of Southern California or just Southern California in general. Fingers are crossed that everything gets sorted out the way it needs to, and we're able to bring short track racing to Southern California, which would be the first short track race west of the Mississippi for the NASCAR Cup Series. So we hope this project goes off as it's intended to. Now, one of the stories over the weekend, there were several stories to come out of Fontana, but one that caught our eye and was worthy of a second glance, it actually came from the NASCAR Xfinity Series over the weekend. They were the show closer. They were supposed to race Saturday in Fontana, but rain and snow forced the postponement of that race until after the Cup race on Sunday. Well, as John Hunter Nemechek was celebrating in Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane as the winner, he had another team celebrating, and it's a brand-new team in the series, the Xfinity Series. They finished ninth, Brett Moffitt driving for AM Racing. Now, that team actually has ties to the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, and this is their first year in these waters in the Xfinity Series, and the successes have started flowing sooner than ex a lot of folks expected. But the team, I'm sure that they expected these top 10s to start flowing, and they did exactly that. So let's go to the NASCAR Live Wide Open Zoom hotline. Let's bring in the driver. Brett Moffitt is with us on the heels of that ninth place visit. Brett, welcome to NASCAR Live Wide Open. How are we doing? I'm doing good, Mike. Thanks for having me on. And Yeah, like you said, it was, it was a good points day in Fontana. Obviously, we always want to finish better, but... Glad to have our first top 10 checked off, and uh, we'll learn from that and move forward. Being that this is a brand-new race team, while, yes, you want top 10s, you want top 5s, you're accustomed to finishing there. Was this expected, unexpected? Did you expect a top 10 this early in the season, only in race 2? Yeah, I mean, everyone in the building at AM Racing, uh, we all expect it, that's for sure. Obviously, we have great partners in Roush Yates and Stuart Haas Racing Alliance as well, so... We know we have the the structure there to go out and compete, and hopefully this is just a stepping stone to, you know, hopefully be consistently in that top 10, top 5, and, and have a shot at racing for wins later on. One of the newest teams in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, but not new to the NASCAR landscape. Can you explain to the listeners the progression of AM racing and then factoring yourself in being a part of this new opportunity in the series? Yeah, it's, um, you know, obviously AM racing has been around for a while now. Austin Lane Self um, drove in the truck series for many years. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to drive over the past two years, um, a total of three truck races, two dirt ones and um, Kansas last year. So they've got a very good backbone from that and they know the sport well. Um, Kevin Swinski kind of, you know, runs the things at the shop and, and he's kind of uh, oversees everything along with Wade Moore, um, which is Austin Wayne Self's brother-in-law. So uh, it's it's a family-owned business, a family-ran business, and it's a family atmosphere, which is very nice and comfortable for me. 
Um, but yeah, they just, you know, they wanted to expand. Uh, this year we're competing full-time in ARCA with Christian Rose. Um, we're going to have a truck in multiple races as well. Uh, this weekend in particular, uh, Max Gutierrez will be at Las Vegas. And then obviously we'll be running full-time in the Xfinity Series. So a big expansion and it's been a huge undertaking, but everyone's, you know, put that weight on their shoulders, got to work and, you know, we're in a good spot now. You know, you mentioned Kevin Sawinski. For those lifers of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, he used to run there with the Brevax. He's a late model racer. He's got a lot of racing experience. What's it like being associated with an old school racer like Kevin Sawinski is? Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. So I actually met Kevin when I was, man, I would have been 14 or 15 at the time. He was still up in Minnesota uh, with, at the time it was Country Joe Racing, an ARCA team. Um, yeah, so we had one meeting there and things didn't work out. I did end up running one race with them uh, at Rockingham in 2009, I believe. Um, so we met a long, long time ago and always have known each other, uh, but didn't communicate a whole lot. And then obviously doing the truck races um, the last couple of years, we kind of got reconnected and, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, a benefit having him around, um, not only from how well he knows the business and how well he runs the race team, but um, you know, he's very understandable. He, he's been in my position before. He's competed at a very high level and had success at a high level. So he knows what it takes. And, you know, it's, it's just nice having him there to, to lean on. You know, you describe something very interesting because a lot of times a driver will just take his helmet to a race team and doesn't really worry about the heritage of the team, the lineage of those that are involved. But you are among the select few that the guy running the place used to drive. Does that matter? Because more times than not, that individual has been in a situation that you either have been in, are in, or will be in on the racetrack. Does that help? Oh, certainly. Um, you know, when I'm, if we're going to have a bad day and I'm complaining about the race car, he completely understands because he's been there. You know, it's. You know, everyone thinks, okay, it's a money-driven sport, which it is, um, but you can have all the tools in the world and uh, still not be successful. So he understands what it takes. You know, it's more than just a financial sport. It's the people. Um, first and foremost, it's the people. Um, and, you know, like I said, having him there, having Joe Williams there as the crew chief, man, everything's just clicking. It's a, it's a really special opportunity that I get to be a part of, and it's a very, very... Uh, homey feeling um, and that's very comforting as a driver but there has been expansion which is a good thing but it could also be a bad thing as well because you got yourself spread out over over three series so what is the effort like back at the race shop to be like okay let's spread out let's let's spread out our resources but not dilute ourselves all at the same time yeah it's you know it that it was a big undertaking that's for sure um, this whole deal really came together you know, at the bottom of the ninth, really, it was it was late in the season. Um, you know, we didn't have things official and signed until after Phoenix. And uh, a, a big piece of that was getting the Stuart Haas Alliance. Um, that was probably what took the longest just to get everything done and finalized and agreed upon. Um, but once that happened, everything went fairly smooth. It was hit the ground running. Um, you know, getting cars in. They didn't. They had two Xfinity cars there uh, that they had ran previously. Other than that, we had to build a whole new fleet of cars, and the guys have just worked extremely hard um, to get us there. But like you said, we it's very uh, compartmentalized at the shop between the series, which is a good thing. Um, the ARCA team 
is also doing most of the truck races as well. Um, so they got their hands full there. And then the Xfinity team's kind of on its own um, and just does its deal, which they're all very experienced guys on both sides of the shop. So uh, it's been very efficient so far. And, you know, getting through the West Coast swing is probably the biggest challenge as a new team, but uh, we're, we're doing it. And we survived Fontana and we'll go to uh, Las Vegas now. I want to talk about you and your experience. You've been a journeyman racer. I mean, you've you've started races in Cup, Xfinity, trucks, now full-time home in the Xfinity series. Where are you in your career now? You've got you've got triple digit starts when you add them all up. You've won a truck championship. You've won truck races. Where are you in your career right now? And and how do you and AM racing match up right now? Yeah, you know, it's I've been fortunate that I've been with a lot of race teams and, um, you know, some new, some, you know, 10-year teams. Um, so I've seen both sides of it. So I think that's where, you know, the attraction to me came from their side of things was just that I've been through it, I've experienced it, and obviously they believe in me behind the wheel. Um, you know, and, and I saw this opportunity when the first time we sat down to meet, it was me, Wade Moore, um, Kevin Swinski, and my manager, Matt, and... Uh, Man, it just, I didn't know what to expect going into the meeting. I didn't know if it was a part-time deal, what their plan was. And we got to talking and BSing and uh, basically Kevin said, look, we want to go full-time Xfinity racing. We want to race for a championship. We want you to be that guy. Uh, and we're going to do everything we can to give you the equipment to be able to do that. And that immediately got me hooked. Um, just their belief in me and you know, it's obviously I want to get back to, to winning races, first in the Xfinity Series and then potentially at the cup level if that opportunity ever arose. But I'm in a really good spot right here with AM Racing and they've taken care of me and I want to take care of them as long as I can. Well, in my opinion, you're coming in at the perfect time because in this past off season, there are three drivers that are responsible for 20 wins last year that have gone to cup. So you've got 20 wins laying out there as opportunity on the table here in 2023. Do you view it as that, that, okay, those guys have moved on. Somebody's got to win these races. Why, why shouldn't it be us? Yeah, certainly. You know, it's, it's a bit of the changing of the guard, right? You still got Josh Berry. You still got Justin Allgaier and, and a few others that are very talented. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, having, having Noah leave, AJ leave, um, you know, it, it definitely opens a lot of opportunity. And, uh, you know, being a new team, I think it's gonna take a few races for us to really get where we need to be. But uh, we're off to a good start. And I really think, you know, it's kind of a, I cut the season into thirds. The first third of the season, we're gonna be learning, we're gonna be figuring it out. Um, and then we ought to hit the ground running when the summer comes and by the end of the second third of the season, um, you know, we have to be bringing speed each and every week and executing races properly. So uh, there's a lot we still need to do. I need to learn a lot as well, racing up front in the Xfinity Series. So we'll just keep working at it. Well, we wish you the best in doing that. We wanted to visit with you and allow our listeners a chance to get to know you, this brand new race team this year. We've known that you folks have been around for a while, obviously, in the truck series, but it's good to see you spread your wings a little bit and you walked away with a top 10 finish in race two of the year. I'm sure that's got to put a lot of smiles on folks' faces. Safe travels to Vegas. All the best out there. We'll reconnect here at some point, maybe in the second third of the year. Just keep tabs on you, see where you're at. Yeah, thank you, Mike. I appreciate being on. And yeah, we're AM Racing's got some big things coming in the future, so be watching out for us. Thank you, Brett.
Brett Moffitt driving the number 25 AM Ford Mustangs in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, hoping that they do well. You know, we talked about how that gap of all those races that were won last year exists. Well, this is an opportunity for teams like Brett Moffitt's team and other teams in the Xfinity Series. They'll have their next crack at it this weekend with the Osco Uniforms 300 at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Now, MRN will be in Vegas for the truck race. Our friends at the Performance Racing Network will have coverage of the Xfinity and Cup races. But as always, we check the odds. And now we bring in producer Trey for the odds breakdown as far as well, what Las Vegas is thinking is going to happen in Las Vegas this weekend. Producer Trey, what do you have for us? Well, Mike, we'll start with Kyle Busch, and we'll start with Kyle Busch in two different senses. Last week, we brought you the update on Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s odds to win the Cup Series championship. Well, Kyle Busch, he started the, the season, uh, according to Vegas, in terms of winning a Cup Series championship in his first year with RCR, around the 10th or so favorite. After winning at Auto Club, having a great run at the Clash, and a great run in the Daytona 500, Kyle Busch has already shot up to the second favorite to win the Cup Series championship in 2023. Vegas is striking while the iron is hot with Kyle Busch. He is plus 650 to win the championship, the second favorite, right behind Chase Elliott, who is still the favorite to win the championship, according to Las Vegas. And I said I was going to start with Kyle Busch in two senses, because this weekend in Las Vegas, the hometown guy, Kyle Busch, he's the favorite. Vegas thinks he's going to go back-to-back. He is plus 550 or 5.5 to 1 to win at Las Vegas this weekend in the Pennzoil 400. Right behind him, you've got Kyle Larson at plus 700. And then you've got Joey Logano, who won at Vegas last year to secure his spot in the championship for Phoenix. And Ross Chastain, they are both at plus 800. My pick for the weekend, I'm going to go with Ross. I think last week, Kyle Busch, Ross said it at the end of the race. Kyle got better as the race went on. Ross was the fastest driver in the first couple of stages, won those first two stages, has won three out of the four stages in the Cup Series so far this season. Last year, came up just short of beating Logano and securing a spot in the championship four in that fall race at Vegas last year. And Vegas, the spring race last year, when Ross was out front, that was the first sign Suarez running really good at Auto Club was the first sign that Trackhouse was going to be something, but the first sign of Ross's success was his speed at Las Vegas. And I think that Ross and that Trackhouse team can put everything together and get the checkered flag this weekend at Las Vegas. A couple of long shots that I'm looking at. Daniel Suarez, not too steep of a long shot, but he's ran really well both of these first couple weeks of the season. He's at 22-1. to and then another driver who's ran really well in the first couple weeks of the season is Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon is 40 to 1. But the long shot, I like when you're going to Vegas, you want to take a flyer on some kind of bet. If you're if fans, if you're listening to this, if you're going out to Vegas, you're going to go to any of the sports books. One that I one that I'm looking at is Austin Sendrick. He is 100 to 1 to win this weekend at Vegas. We are or more than 36 races since Sendrick's first win last year in the Cup Series. Sendrick started Third and second, both times we went to Las Vegas last year. And as I mentioned, his teammate Joey Logano won. Penske has a very good history at Las Vegas. Sendrick needs to put a full race together because he didn't have the finishes to show for his great starting spots 
in Vegas last year, the second and third, as I mentioned. But I think at 100-1, to if you're going to get some kind of surprise winner this weekend, I like the odds on on Cindric and the return you could possibly get there. But Chastain at 8-1 is ultimately my pick to uh, be cashing out at the pay window in Las Vegas this weekend. Man, Trey, I can tell you've been in the squeezes, and so is Vegas. Now, granted, everybody's on the Cobb Wish bandwagon. I can see where you're going with Ross Chastain, but in my opinion, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't even give Joey Logano the remote slightest bit of consideration. He's going for his fourth Vegas Cup win and second one in a row. The last one in the fall propelled into a Cup Series championship. All of these are great options, and it's great to have options. Uh, you got you got a wide array, but it's kind of hard to ignore Kyle Busch. We'll see how it all shakes out together. Again, we are out there for the truck race. PRN will have the Xfinity and the Cup race. Our coverage of the Victoria's Voice 200 coming your way at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then we're back next weekend at Phoenix for the final race of the West Coast Swing. We'll have NASCAR Live Tuesday for you at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then we're back right again for another download of NASCAR Live Wide Open one week from today on Thursday. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN team, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for the download. We appreciate you and look forward to chatting soon. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. 